everyone. Welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Bogger-Milas and I'm the editor here at Televisions and joining me as per usual is my, I feel like if I call you associate, it feels very godfathery, but my <laughs> associate editor, Miss Annie Bundle. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like like I'm done planning my wedding. Now what do I do with my life? <laughs> it's very weird. I'm also watching like 17. I'm watching like seven things at once and I'm reading like five books at once. So I just really I'm a little on like over content overload at the moment. And I don't know. It, it it's 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 content time. Uh, I'm it's, actually it is sli- content time. I am slightly scared of November. I am not going to lie. <laughs> It's content time. Yeah. Um, so what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about something that is not on the air right now. So it's not uh, it's not part of the fall content time extravaganza. Uh, we are going to talk about the Doctor Who spinoff called Torchwood, which somehow, because I don't know, time uh, is turning 15 this month. That is 15 human years. Yep. And we wanted to talk about this, number one, because I loved Torchwood so much. Well, except for the final season, which we don't acknowledge. But uh, I love Torchwood so much. But I think with the sort of return of Russell T. Davies to Doctor Who in the in the not so distant future, uh, one thing I kept seeing in interviews with him uh, that people kept bringing up from the past few years is that he uh, is still and was really a you know 15 years ago the driving force behind sort of like the universe of doctor who spinoffs that the bbc tried to do mm-hmm. uh torchwood was one of them the sarah jane adventures which was sort of like doctor who for kids the whole thing was for kids as mm-hmm. opposed to just like the monsters are fun for kids and i feel like had rtd sort of stuck around the universe a little longer like he would have tried to push for more of that and i wouldn't be surprised when he comes back if that's something uh, that he and his production company, which I think just got bought by Sony or something insane, tried to do in the future. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um. It was reported a couple of weeks ago that uh, Sony was close to acquiring the producer, bad, the, the majority stake, basically, like they would be the majority owners. And uh it, it basically they'll buy out um sky hbo which is the sort of minority stakeholder mm. in in i've actually really wondered yeah. for years why nobody tried to do more torchwood because i think it's such an easy entry point into the world of into sort of the larger world of doctor who that that can be more relatable to the audience that doesn't care about like the tardis and all of that stuff because the basic gist of Torchwood was like an alien fighting procedural, like NCIS, but with aliens. Yeah. And and they would basically, they were based in Cardiff in Wales in the Millennium, in, at the Millennium Center, the tower in the Millennium Center, which I've actually been to and taken a picture in front of um, because I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> and... Uh, like the it's it's set there because there is a rift, something called the rift there, which is like sort of a semi always open hole in time and space that lets out all this magical energy. It's not magical, but y'all know what I mean. And it's sort of like the TARDIS goes there to refuel its its time traveling juice, and and it means that this is a place that like monsters and aliens and other weird time anomalies are like attracted to. So, enter Torchwood. Which was introduced, I think, in season two of Doctor Who. Yes. Um, 
Queen Victoria, I believe, founded it. Yes. And I actually that is one of my that is one of my favorite season two episodes is the uh, is the is it's the, called Tooth and Claw. Yeah, I, I love I knew that without looking it up just for the record. Um, it, It's also one of my favorites because it's one of those ones where the TARDIS doesn't behave and like they think they're going to 1970. And so Rose is running around in like the tiniest miniskirt ever for like the first few episodes for like the first few minutes because she's dressed for the 1970s and she's hanging out in the 1870s just 100 years off you know not too much but like it always the show stars john barrowman who anybody who has ever watched doctor who in any sort of modern day capacity will probably recognize or been to a con in the past decade i know seriously uh, as captain jack harkness and his sort of little band of of fellow torchwood operatives and they like I want to say like they solve crimes which they don't really they like solve alien mysteries but it's that same kind of vibe it's just, that show should have run forever yeah no cop shows you know we, we've talked about this before how mysteries and hospital dramas are like the two shows that don't die uh, you know we've had them basically since radio days and they are they're incredibly popular and making a Doctor Who police procedural was a very sensible and low risk kind of spinoff um you know and i think one of the things about um spinoffs of doctor who though is that the doctor really is sort of the star of doctor who and it's very hard to make a show where you're not sitting around sort of waiting for the doctor to show up and i say that because i watch class <laughs> <laughs> i did i gave up on class even though they had that like blink and you'll miss it peacap cameo in the first episode but i was just like i actually dislike all these children um i actually thought torchwood was really great because it didn't do that you didn't do that you yeah. did it a little bit because where sort of jack went off just kind of work for torchwood happened at a point in his arc where he was very much waiting for the doctor to come back but that's a character thing not a show thing yeah um and i i think that actually helped sort of alleviate that that part by having a character who is waiting for the doctor to show up the audience is sort of allowed to let go of that because a character is doing it for them um i i actually thought that was a very smart way of dealing with it um i also you know sarah jane adventures also probably should have run forever but elizabeth sladen unfortunately passed away I, yeah i think it would have actually run for a lot longer than it did had liz sladen r.i.p um not passed yeah um honestly like and that's the other thing is that are you know but Davies really did a very good job in trying to create this Hooniverse thing. It's just that the BBC wasn't willing to keep it up. And I think also he was a little ahead of his time here. You know, this sort of franchise universe really did. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. I was going to say that I blame Chris Chibnall for it a little bit, who was actually the person who did the first two seasons of Torchwood. And uh, when I say it had some peaks and valleys... It, uh, had it definitely some, it definitely did some extremes some yeah. extremes of really just incredible episodes and then the one where Yanto's girlfriend was a robot <laughs> um I honestly like one of the ones that has always stuck with me is the two-parter with Martha I always thought that that was sort of like what part of the show's peak like I genuinely loved that adventure oh my gosh the back half of season two is freaking wonderful yeah like I actually also thought they would really keep Freema uh, Freema Andreman on that show, right? And well, especially because they they had uh, you know they had Indra in Indira Varma um at the beginning of season one, 
who is oh wait was she was she Susie yeah she was Susie that they kept killing yeah so Uh they kept that's the name of like the first episode for those of you who don't know it's called they keep killing Susie yeah when it's pretty much the plot of it, it is exactly what it says on the tin um you know and I sort of thought but also I think there might be some alien sex gas if I remember Torchwood had Torchwood was really like Doctor Who trying to be like I'm making air quotes adult Mm -hmm. not like HBO adult but more adult than like Doctor Who yeah like characters had you know characters had very complex emotional problems they like had sex they did a bunch of stuff that you would never see on doctor who including alien sex gas um i honestly did think that martha should i I was a little disappointed that martha didn't stick around because i sort of felt like there was a hole left in the in 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 a Susie sized hole that had been left um once they stopped killing her um (laughs) and that i really would i really was looking for something to sort of help fill that not that i not that i didn't love the team so we had john merriman as jack harkness we had my problem was i never really liked gwen until much much later in the season in the series run, I mean, the first two seasons, I did not like Gwen at all. Well, Eve Miles is kind of our she she's our, she's our Mary Sue character. She's our eyes. She's our innocent. She's the, she she's your point of view character. She plays Gwen Cooper, and uh, she's co- sort of this cop who accidentally sort of stumbles into Torchwood and gets hired. And like, there's uh, one of the more memorable moments I have is that she finally it, like she finally makes money for the first time in her life, and she goes massive shopping, and then she has to hide from her boyfriend that she has all these clothes that she's bought and she's hiding them everywhere in her house oh what's her boyfriend's name i loved him oh uh, R- uh rise reese reese yeah kai owen and basically it's kai owen who is the who, yeah. who's the actor he's so great um also i was incorrect they keep keep they keep killing Susie. is episode eight but she does get killed for the first time in the pilot yeah um so uh, then there's a uh, there's Owen Harper who is Burn Gorman who I love Burn Gorman I do I do too and this is like one of the few times where he's not like demonstrably the villain yeah like he does some sort of questionable shady things throughout the course of the show but so does everyone else mm-hmm. except maybe my boy Yanto who is pure and can do no wrong and then there's Toshiko um, Naiko Mori I believe is her na- I I've forgotten her first name I um but. She's also she she and uh she and Gorman are basically like they're they're main characters for the first two seasons and then at the end of season two they're basically both killed off, um and it's sort of a there's sort of a level where the show sort of half got canceled after season two, um where so they kill off half the cast they allow Gwen and Jack to kind of survive Gwen is going to go off and sort of you know Yanto survives why does every oh. you also didn't even list Yanto in your list of people right sorry my perfect cinnamon roll you have you've only brought him up seven times I love him oh I also forgot Andy I forgot Andy like I also when I like I said I went to when I went to Wales I made a point of taking like torchwood pictures next to like various torchwood things and let me tell you where the secret door is in Cardiff in the Millennium Center like that's supposed to be like the back door into Torchwood there is still or at least there was like five years ago I haven't been there in a while um a shrine with little Starbucks cups and teddy bears like taped and pasted to the wall like cards for Yanto I have pictures of it I'll send you when we're done recording it was truly incredible that's amazing because okay Yanto's death um which comes at the end of series three um, which is uh, referred to as never children. over it. Ch- children of Earth is probably the show's most emotional moment of all. Like, yeah, we lose both Owen and Toshiko in at the end of series two, and it hurts. But Ianto's death is just—I mean, 
Gareth David Lloyd, who plays him, it just knocks that out of the park so hard. And it's just it's such a it's such a it's such a gut punch. It's such an interesting thing. Torchwood, for all of its flaws, and and I love it, but it has many. Uh, one of the greatest things it was willing to do was always just take a lot of narrative risks. Like mm-hmm. it was not afraid to kill people off. It was not afraid to have weird episodes that were like all flashbacks or all in like, you know, alternate timelines or, you know, Children of Earth is completely different from the first two seasons, which are basically, like we said, sort of procedural case of the week, monster of the week kind of stuff. Children of the Ar- Children of Earth is five episodes. It's one story over five episodes. It's And it's five days. So it, and when it originally aired, it was aired five days in a row. Oh, like it was stripped across five days. Yep. Like it's re- it's also crazy dark. Like the the premise of the season is that these aliens come and they demand uh like 10% of the world's kids. The 456, that's what they're called. Yeah. And um and it has Peter Capaldi in it in one of the most brilliant roles of the of the sort of pencil pusher bureaucrat who is basically forced by the people up top to try and make this actually happen and cover it up. And it is it is. It, he, oh, it's gut wrenching. Like there's care. There's care. There's lots of death. And it's like very dystopian. And people there's there's suicide and just despair. And it's and, you know, it's I, really I hard wanna, to watch. I, I really want I want to point this out, you know. Series one and series two aired over 2007, 2008. Children of Earth, I believe, was 2009, 2010. And Miracle Day was like 2011. Okay. So all of this basically aired just before, in the years before Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones made it like chic to kill off your main characters. Torchwood was already doing it bravely and randomly. We we forgot to mention that Jack is immortal. So pretty much every episode involves him dying horribly in some way other but it's fine because he just suffers a lot of pain and then pops right back up yeah um barman has a lot of fun with that um Um, he actually like dies with with yanto but comes back because he's mortal yeah um which almost makes it worse because he knows he's gonna come back and he knows yanto isn't um but yeah i children of earth to me was one of the most brilliant moments of any sort of Doctor Who-ish kind of thing. Like, there are there are Doctor Who episodes that I absolutely love. Like, I, I love The Girl in the Fireplace. Um, I I mean, I, oh, uh, Are You My Mummy? Um, like, there is, there, there are, there are genuinely br- brilliant and beautiful moments in Doctor Who, but there is very little that has stayed with me in the way that Children of Earth really stayed with me for years after I watched it. I'm pretty sure I've never watched it again. <laughs> I, I've watched. I, it's actually one of the few Torchwood shows that I Torchwood episodes or seasons that I have watched multiple times. Oh, really? I'm here to stand for season two, which I think the back half of season two is truly the best. The best the show ever was. Oh, I I, I would say as a as a as a procedural as a as a monster of the week procedural, I will absolutely agree with you. But I felt that Children of Earth as a standalone sort of story that was five episodes and like a single and a single story like I mean maybe now 15 years later I can sort of at least acknowledge that it's a good piece of television as opposed to 15 years ago when I wanted to burn the entire world down because I was such a Jack and Yanto shipper like it was really aggressive so yeah I I I loved Children of Earth and honestly 
when you reminded me that Children of Earth was came to us from the Chris Chibnall kind of thing, it made me have a lot more hope for Doctor Who's Flux that's going to be starting on Halloween. Um, because that is, in the same sort of way, a six-episode single story. And I'm really sort of hoping that we get something maybe not quite as 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 ferociously terrifying i I'd mean like because, everyone to live yeah i mean the thing about the thing about children of earth is that it's also very i mean as you said it's very dark it's, it's basically so dark. It, it, it's it's about man's inhumanity to man you know they come and they basically ask for a tithe of 10 percent of earth's children and these bureaucrats are like sure we'll just make sure it's not ours We'll make sure it's all the dumb kids. We're going to we'll use some social we'll use social, you know, go go through and find the the, the 10 percent dumbest of all of our people. And we will go take them from their parents and put them on buses. Right. Like real, like real dark stuff. That's just like and the worst part is, is you believe it. You can absolutely believe it. Like I could today totally see Mr. Boris Johnson doing that should the four five six show up. Um and the parents kind of knowing that something terrible is happening, but not knowing what. And 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 the terror of 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 their children getting on like I remember the terror of the children getting on those buses and just and just absolutely like rocking back and forth and being totally horrified and believing every minute of it. Which is why Miracle Day was such a letdown. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why Miracle Day got made, because like I said, Torchwood feels like it should be such a like sci-fi slam dunk, especially in the wake of Children of Earth, which really proved that it could tell a story that had nothing to do with like the Doctor Who universe. Um, Miracle Day. But Miracle Day was half written by Americans. Was on Showtime, I think. It was on stars. like I had to like work really hard to find it. It was on Stars over here, um, and it was it was a co-production between the BBC and Stars back around the time when this was still sort of not you know today we think of co-pros with the, the BBC and Netflix and the BBC and HBO Max and the BBC and blah, blah blah like it doesn't strike us as odd. This was this was still something that didn't happen nearly so much except with HBO. Um, and having having this be like uh, having a, a co-pro with stars was still like a remarkable kind of thing at that point. Um, I think I think the, the the white the white queen came like a year later. Um, this came before that. But yeah, it's it's ha- there. There were American writers on it. It's got like Mackay Pfeiffer in it. It's got Lauren Bill- Ambrose is in it. Bill this was Pullman. like right after Six Feet Under ended. Yeah, I, I, well, Arlene Tur. Like, there's just it, it, okay. First of all, so we, we have you know these first two seasons where we have you know Jack Harkness and Gwen and Owen and Toshiko and Ianto and sometimes Susie and sometimes Martha, and then season three we have you know Jack, Gwen, and Ianto. By the time we get to Children of Earth, or by the time we get to Miracle Day, the only two people who are left are Jack and Gwen. Like, we have Reese and we have Andy, but they're kind of recurring less than, they're not as, you know, they're, they're not really quite Torchwood. They're sort of like, shun- they, they, they were always sort of the side characters. It's and very much like, like when you go to football games and you see people in shirts that are like, I married into this. Yeah. Like, they married into this basically they married into this and then the rest of the cast is just a bunch of americans and it just it doesn't 
it doesn't read, it doesn't work, and worse, the the format didn't work. One of the reasons the Children of Earth worked as well as it did is because it was five episodes, five nights, each of which were two hours. And so you had like a good chunk of story every night. Miracle Day was exactly the same length, 10 hours, except it was 10 one-hour episodes weekly. And it, 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 it both moved too quickly and dragged, and it you had too much space between each episode and it just it, it it didn't it didn't feel like torchwood first of all it felt like this sort of random american sci-fi thing where jack and gwen kind of showed up um it 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 just didn't work on a lot of levels and i felt like after miracle day didn't work that there was sort of this level of oh well we give up and that sucks because, like I said, this this like this this format means that the show should have like gone on forever. But what because Miracle Day was so bad, it did not it did not really start the process of like replenishing the stable of like key core characters. Yeah, if if we had had like you know one of the things about um one of the things about shows that run forever like Holby City like you know by like east enders like all of these kind of shows that 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 have run for years and years and years is they 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 prove that cast turnover can work and once the cast turnover can work they run forever because the cast doesn't matter you know it's like gray's anatomy that way gray's anatomy does that too like gray's anatomy changes cast members every single year at this point um torchwood should have started doing that when they lost when they lost Gorman and Maury at the end of series two and they moved to Children of Earth, they should have replenished. They did not. And by the time you get to Miracle Day, when you're replenishing with Americans, no, that's not going to work. This is a British show. Doctor Who has always been a British show. It should always be a British show. It needs British writers. It needs British actors. I- I'm very sorry, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Also, the plot of the two two more things. I hated Miracle Day. I like don't acknowledge Miracle Day, but like two things. The plot was dumb. Yes, and we'll get to that more in a second. But also, and I don't know if this is because it moved to American cable, and I I have to assume that it sort of did. There, the the show. How do I put this? Jack Harkness as a character has always been sort of a very like uh, flirty kind of being and Mm -hmm. has definitely got chemistry with like every sort of character ever. But for some reason, they really tried to like lean into the and maybe because they were the only ones left. They really tried to lean in kind of like the Jack and Gwen of it all, which like Mm, did not work. I mean, the whole the whole thing about Jack and Gwen is that Gwen has this crush on him and her care. As you said, you didn't like her character. The character gets better because she gets over it. Yes, exactly. And I loved Reese. Right. Like He's great. And and he works for her and he's great for her and sort of leaning into that does not actually help in any kind of way. So the thing about Miracle Day is that it tried in the same sort of way as as Children of Earth. So Children of Earth is about, you know, aliens that show up and try to tithe 10% of Earth's children. Torchwood is they wake up one day and no one on Earth can die. And it's it's kind of like and when we say no one on Earth can die, we don't mean no one on Earth can get hurt. They just can't die. Um. And again, the idea is supposed to be how do our governments react to this? Well, they're going to react monstrously. How will people respond? People respond monstrously. Uh, you know, we the the inequalities of our world will will be made will be made much larger than they already are. And of course, we now have a massive overpopulation problem. Um, so 
I, I, as a concept, sort of as a companion concept to the Children of Earth one, I can see where they thought this would work. But again, it wasn't, they weren't, whereas in Children of Earth, they were willing to be as ugly as they got. And here, there was a level like they sort of pulled their punches. I mean, I will say that Children of Earth's ending is a little rough. Like it sort of cr- it sort of crashes to an end because it doesn't quite know how to how to tie it all up. Yeah, this it's not a story that has like an easy ending anyway. Yeah, like even in the best even in the best case scenario, Miracle Day doesn't know where to go after like the first episode. Like once it sort of like explains that it's not that no one can die. It's it, it's really just that no one can die. Like and that the, and how horrifying that can be. Oh, and you forgot that it flips it. So now Jack, who has been immortal up until this point, oh, right, can right. die. Yes, and for the first time, he he for the first time he is mortal. It's like it's like the entire universe flips. So of course you know that the solution is going to somehow involve Mister Jack. Um, but I I I, I disliked. Miracle Day a lot because I felt that it had a good premise that it didn't understand how to deal with. It was unwilling to do what it needed to do to make that premise work. And it was a little... And the format just bothered me so much. The 10 episodes over 10 weeks, just it was... It didn't need to be that long and it didn't need to be that short. That's it. Do you know how long that is Mm -hmm. for people to not die? Ugh. I don't even remember how it ended, to be honest. I've literally blocked out the whole show from my brain. Other than Jack is fine and immortal again, because status quo ante on that front. Yeah. The thing I remember most is that Gwen's father dies at the end, and that there's a and that there's funerals, and... The, and, uh, and oh, and Mackay Pfeiffer turns out to also be immortal the way Jack does. That's the other thing. And there's a, like a level where he's supposed where where you can see where they're trying to set up an American sort of half, like they actually think this could be like a a, a transatlantic, oh, like a like American Torchwood. Yeah, like they want they they they're trying to make sort of a transatlantic something or other here, and it's just no, no, that's not how the show works. It 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 it's never been how Doctor Who works, and it's n- nothing in the Hooniverse is going to work that way either. Not at least in my mind. You would have to do something to really blow my mind to show me that that could work. Because at this point, the answer is no. I just, yeah. I mean, on paper, I like I support the I support the concept. I don't feel like I don't feel like the idea of having like torchwood branches in different parts of the world would be weird. But no, but I also, also just torchwood's a British show. Yeah, sorry. And in the same way, Doctor Who is a British show. In the same way that the Americanized Doctor Who movie didn't work. Um, and honestly, like you know, when you he- tell me things like you know Sony is looking at you know acquiring bad wolf and bad wolf is going to be taking you know 50 percent of the production of executive producing credits of doctor who starting in 2023 for i assume as long as you know davies is there um you know it it does sort of make me you know people immediately start saying you know doctor who the movie and i'm like you know we tried that um fox did that that wasn't so good you know so let's let 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 let's be real careful here before we start before we start big screening Doctor Who. 
I mean, and the thing is, is though, is that Torch. I keep saying this because it's so true. Torchwood works so great as a spinoff for the for Doctor Who. It's broader. I, it's would like you less... like to see Davies bring Torchwood back as part of his whole 2023 return? Um. Yes and no. Yes, because like I said, I think the concept like super works. Um. I think it by necessity at this point, because Jack Harkness, even though he appeared on like the last season of Doctor Who, is not really like a central tenant of this universe necessarily anymore, unless you go to a lot of cons. And um, well, and, no, we also know that Barrowman has a, a, um, some serious charges that have been leveled against him about his behavior backstage, right? That there were that there um, that both he and the actor who played Mickey, Nikki, Mickey, um, were uh, have basically had serious accusations leveled against them. And I would assume at this point that neither are coming back to the Hooniverse, period. Um, certainly, um, certainly. Oh, shoot. What is the guy's name who plays Mickey? It's like on the tip of my tongue. Noah something? Uh, Noel Clark. Thank you. Got there. Uh, like certainly the, like the, the, not that there's like a level of, of worth to disgusting things, but I think his are like criminal charges. Yes. Um, and I don't, I think Barrowman is, is not quite to that level, but I just don't know that there's a place for Jack Harkness in where Dr. Who is right now. I would agree. Um, I would love to see. It was nice to have a cameo, but I don't, I don't see him coming. I actually thought he had such a great scene with Yaz, but that's a whole nother. Like, I thought that was very like really well done with sort of winding in that the traveling with someone who (laughs) doesn't like you as much as you like them kind of thing yeah um where's i going with this but i think i think the tour i think the idea of torchwood is really good and i think that the premise is such that you could literally just introduce five new people and be like these people work for torchwood i agree i don't know that it necessarily needs especially now especially now that doctor who has been back on the air for so long i don't know that it needs such a one-to-one connection the way that it probably did to get launched back in what is 15 years ago 2007 2007. oh my gosh i know um but i i I agree with you there that i i think you could relaunch torchwood without much trouble i honestly think you could do a unit spinoff too um both of which i would highly support um i've always loved unit as a concept um you know i i know that the third doctor is kind of a weird sort of like James Bond sort of inspired like well that's what's popular right now so let's put the doctor on earth and give him a really cool car um but at the same time like I do think that there are real shows to be had um using unit and using torchwood and if the doctor who if the who universe is looking to diversify in this way and and become sort of a, a franchise universe a la Marvel or Star Wars I, I could I mean, easily I would not see- be mad. I don't know what Gareth David Lloyd is doing these days, except being in a band. Um, he is in a band. I can't say that I super enjoy their music, but I love him and wish him success. Um, I don't know what he's doing right now. He does some big finish stuff. Um, they they have actually kept a lot of they they Jack and Gwen and Yanto have have other adventures that are on a part of big part of the big finish audio series. But if they wanted to resurrect Yanto, I would not be sad. Um, I, I think he's mostly sort of appeared like the last time I can think of, of anything I saw him in was like uh, Warehouse 13. Like he went around doing like other other 
uh, like sci-fi things. Sci-fi things. I know he had a baby. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously his wife had a baby. He did not personally <laughs> himself have the baby, but you know what I mean. He's a kid. Um. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would be very curious to see, you know, one of the things when we talked about, you know, when we, when we oh, did our- Oh, I, li- I actually, like, I feel like a good, like, if they even wanted to, I just remember- I remember back when we were going through the endless, like, when is Jenna Coleman actually going to leave the show discourse? Mm-hmm. I just remember the there there were several sort of secondary characters that I feel like could be brought back for any of those, you know, sort of spinoffy type things. Like, I'm thinking specifically of the girl from Last Christmas, who I just, like, completely loved, and I'm Googling her name while I talk very slowly, <laughs> um, because I loved that character so much. I feel like there's, you know, the Doctor Who itself is just like full of really good secondary characters that I mean there's also like Maisie Williams played me for several episodes. Yeah, she's not going to do a Doctor Who show. She's got stuff to do. It's true. Um, you know, but like, you know, what 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 is Martha doing now? Like off uh, I know I saw Shona. her her name was Shona. She was incredible. I am. Um, I'm trying to. I, I. I'm. I'm actually trying to think like what I. Oh no! You know what? She's in new. She's in that. She's in that terrible new Amsterdam show. Um, so she is. But like you know, I would like to see like. I, I'm very curious to see like if anyone would be interested in coming back. Um, from those years, other than you know, for a cameo thing, like as we said, you know, we expect the 60th anniversary to bring a lot of people back. I would not be surprised. 60th anniversary was also the impetus for like starting to build the Hooniverse out, um, and you know, resurrecting. Where is my show about Pete's world? Just uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I just got, BBC, call me. I'm full of these brilliant ideas. <laughs> you know, I, I would like to see Torchwood get another run. Um, I think a new cast would be necessary and also fun. Um, I also think that that if Doctor Who is looking to make more spinoffs, that something like Torchwood is the smart play. Um, I can't think of a hospital version of them, but uh, of Doctor Who, but I'm sure somebody else can because they're more creative than I am. Um, I, 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 I am but a reviewer, not a television writer. Um, yeah. I, the one thing I would... Would you be interested in seeing Eve Miles come back? Um, in any sort of capacity, not necessarily Torchwood. Because I felt like she was part of the reason that it stayed going as long as it did. Like, she and Barrowman were the two that basically, like, kept lobbying for more. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely still doing Big Finish stuff, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Um, I would not be averse to that. I mellowed toward Gwen over the years, but she was never my number one favorite Torchwood character. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just curious if you would like to, you know... Of all of the characters, that- I mean, if that's what it takes to get it made, and she's sort of like the like the Captain Janeway in the background figure, like uh, like Star Wars Prodigy, like, Star Trek, Star Trek. Greg Prodigy. listens to the show; he will send you an email. I'm, oh, 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 sorry, <laughs> it's Star Trek Prodigy. But you know what I mean? Like, have her as sort of like the the background kind of old guard figure that is trading the newbies or something. Like, I could see that. Yeah. I don't know what she's doing these days, like, work-wise. I feel like I just saw... Oh, no, she was in Keeping Faith on Acorn TV. I think yes. she did, like, three or four seasons of that. 
She had blonde hair though. It was really like disturbing. She was in she was in We Hunt Together. Oh, that's right. I loved that show. She should stay with that show. <laughs> I don't know if that show actually is going to get a second season. I, I heard that it got one, but I mean COVID, so you never know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I basically haven't heard anything about it since talk of it getting renewed and then like it sort of disappeared off the radar. I thought the fact that it actually made it to Showtime was a good sign, but I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I I I am I am very glad that Torchwood existed when it did. I feel that Torchwood was a little bit ahead of its time in trying to franchise out Doctor Who. Um, and I feel like the world has sort of caught up to that. And I feel like, you know, as we as we noted in our little Doctor Who like special uh podcast, you know, Davies has also, you know, evolved since then. And I would not mind seeing him not just come back to Doctor Who, but come back to the Hooniverse in general and see what he can do in spin-off land. That being said, I am still side-eyeing big screen adaptations until further notice, until someone proves me otherwise. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, I do think your unit idea is a good one. I think there's just like a lot of... Um, there's so many holes that they, I mean, they could do a Gallifrey show. Like, that's just Time Lords. Or they could do, like, I don't know, give Michelle Gomez a show. Yes, give Michelle Gomez a show. <laughs> right? Right? I would, I, I would, I would watch Missy. I would absolutely watch a Missy show. Oh my gosh. Her, do I don't know. How much, do you listen to a lot of Big Finish? I, I, I used to, but then I stopped commuting. <laughs> I, uh, the only ones I really, I listen to Christopher Eccleston's, obviously, uh, but Michelle Gomez has like a run of Missy stories that are very good. I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's a lot of untapped potential kind of in, in the Hooniverse that I hope, that I hope Davies, uh, you know, really helps them take advantage of because it's such a, it's such a. It's really wild, like the different landscape of this right now, in the sense that it, not just television generally, but like Doctor Who specifically, it's like such a big, truly global brand that I feel like they're leaving money on the table. I agree, absolutely. Um, and you know, the fact is, is that uh, you know I've said it before, and I'll say it again: that streaming is a gaping maw of content that will that will swallow every <laughs> single episode of whatever you hand it and demand more. And you know that it, this is the time. This is the time to do this if you're going to do it, because this is the time when stuff won't get canceled because it will keep going. Because hey, at least some people watch it. You know, like I, I that 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 ratings thing is starting to go away. So, you know, anyway. I mean, yeah, I always want more Doctor Who stuff. Anyway, tip of the hat to Torchwood, which I still deeply love. Um, and if you have Jack, Jack and uh, Yanto fanfic recommendations, you may feel free to send them my way. Uh, I have a long list for anyone who is also looking for that. I just love them so much. Uh, yeah, and somebody tell us if that uh, Yanto Shrine is still in Cardiff, because I haven't been there for a few years, but it was really adorable. Uh, that is our show for this week. So, Annie, do your thing. Tell the people where they can find you and your stuff. Uh, you can find me um, on the on Twitter, at Annie Bundle. You can find me at Miss Annie Bundle on Facebook. You can find pictures of my adorable fuzzy cats doing adorable fuzzy cat things um, at Annie Bundle on Instagram. 
And let's see, I'm a staff writer at Elite Daily and an associate editor here at Televisions. Plus, I freelance around the web. So, you know, if you're basically looking for, like, my bylines for this week, just go to my Twitter because I've probably retweeted them there several times. Huzzah. I am Lacey MB on Twitter. That is L-A-C-Y-M-B. And like Annie, I write a lot here at Televisions and around the entertainment web, but I too always tweet my bylines as well as cat photos, which also live on Instagram at Baker and Hammer. The boys so are... So fuzzy. They're so fuzzy. And um, we just celebrated their gotcha day. So I have had them for a year. I love them so, so much. So fuzzy. Uh, anyway, if you don't want any of that crap and just want the British stuff, the site and the pod are on social media at Television's blog, all one word on Facebook, and Telly underscore Visions on Twitter. Uh, we are a product of WETA, and if you like what we do, you can visit us at televisions.org. Click on the donate button up top to help us keep doing it. Uh, you'll get to support public media and maybe even get access to PBS Passport at the same time, where you will be able to watch early episodes of a bunch of the pile of content coming our way this fall to include Grandchester, Baptiste, and Called Midwife. So, do that. Uh, that's our show this week. Like I said, send me your Torchwood fanfic links. Take care of yourselves. Put a mask on if you're in crowds. Check on your booster vaccination status and encourage those in your life who may have not yet been vaccinated to please do so. We are heading into fall. Go outside. Look at some leave. I guess we're in fall now. We've actually we are passed totally the, like, in we've, fall. We've passed like the official date of fall. I don't it's... know. Fall like starts in August if you listen to Starbucks. <laughs> but, you know, go outside. Look at some scenery. I'm going to go to the Ren Fair. It's going to be great. And uh, come back and chat some more with us next week. Thanks for listening.